Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserved, deserved, deserved. The word, 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 word association. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserved, deserved, deserved. We're the word, 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 word association. Ooh la la! Welcome back to the Word Association podcast a podcast where we, three friends, each say a word, and that inspires us to talk. <laughs> there's no good way to describe <laughs> yeah, this premise. Yeah, there's not a good, way to, yeah, no, it's not not a good a, way to describe the premise. Yeah, it's a, it's a, just a, yeah. Hey, everybody, a, we get each bring it a word that expire. Oh, see, I couldn't even I couldn't even piece it together. <laughs> was that your drive time voice, radio voice? Know? Oh, yeah, I love drive time radio voice. Hey, everybody, we got three friends together. We're going to each get a word that's going to have them talk about that word, huh? We're going to have <laughs> traffic go to the and weather hour, on we got the Light, Brett Lyons, and I don't know Do your foot new podcast called The Word Association. I've always wanted to do we a podcast. We got the Doobie just... Brothers live in studio. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. I've always wanted to do a podcast that's just like a, a like an improvised uh, morning zoo crew. I think that would be very fun. But I think that would be, that would be pretty fun. That would be hell on everyone's voices, one. And then- yes. Whoever was like the in studio Foley artist or like soundboard person, <laughs> oh, they blow their brains out. <laughs> they blow yeah, their brains out. I think out. it would need to be like fifteen minutes long. Max, yeah, it can't be longer. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I think we. Yeah, we get the joke. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is not going to get better over the course <laughs> no, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to be fifteen minutes long and yeah, two yeah. episodes long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, no, uh, yeah short, very short, short shelf very life short. on that. Yeah. So in in improv, the reason we're doing this podcast in improv, and uh, the three of us are improvisers. We uh we are inspired by the audience. We get a word, uh, usually a single word, and then from that we perform. We are inspired. We weave a whole tapestry out on stage. Uh, what is so that's what we're gonna doing here. We're not gonna do scenes. We're just gonna chat. And I do want to ask, what is your from memory? What are the suggestions in improv that you've heard the most? For me, it's probably dildo, pickle. monkey, spatula, pickle, pudding, yeah. pineapple. Hmm. I think a lot of people who go to see improv want to say like a funny word and they think that will lead to comedy. Harry Potter. Oh, yes. A lot of that. Well, I think people see you, Rob, and they point and they say, like a lot of children point at you and they say, Mom, is that Harry Potter? 
Because you look like a rugged Harry Potter. You look like if if Harry Potter shopped at rugged. REI or something. REI, I'll take that. I feel like I'm, I don't feel very outdoorsy at all. I, I, that's a great compliment. I actually really like that. Uh, no, and you know when I was in uh, college, I worked at this job, and these guys called me Harry Potter. I was like, I think it's just because I have glasses. But yes, anyone with yeah. dark hair and glasses, yeah, who's who's under two hundred pounds is going to get called. And they got Potter. that lightning bolt on your dick. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, it, well, that's weird. the charge. That's I what know, you that's can so say. Weird. Yeah. 2 a.m. Ocean City, New Jersey. What am I going to do? I was <laughs> you worked walk. in New Jersey, too. We're in Ocean <laughs> City, New Jersey. <laughs> I was, doing, uh, I was drunk in the boardwalk, and I got a tattoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I never liked when people would, like, really narrow it down to be like, can I get a location that can fit on the stage? Because it was always, like, a bathroom or something. Like, you'd always have to sure. burn them. Uh, Drew Corbett was really great, and a friend, he always said the inside of a tank when they did that, so people weren't able to move. <laughs> they so had to fun. be really close, like, you want yeah. a location inside of a tank. I, I I, I'm always suggestion. a fan of, can we get a, a suggestion of anything at all? But yeah, I do, when people are like, can you get a suggestion of, can we get a suggestion of something you'd find in a purse? It was always like, comb. And it's like, how many, if we're doing 200 shows a year, how, how much inspiration can we draw from comb? Yeah. So yeah, that always frustrated me. Or- the the other side. How of the many coin. greaser ladies are keeping a comb in their purse? I feel like <laughs> they call it a brush, but I guess well, some of, of them have a, a lot a comb. of pink ladies. If yeah. you're dating a T bird, uh, a lot of people would go. The opposite side of the coin was instead of like uh, spatula and dildo and stuff, people would come in and be like laudanum, or they or they they'd source like uh, the, oh, yeah, like before the, yeah, they left for the nobody theater. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah we they'd did a go show... through Merriam-Webster and they'd be like, "Let's fuck these people over." Yeah, we did a show on Sunday, and the suggestion was like chub chub chubble and we were like chubble he's like chubble and we're like great thanks that chubble i yeah, don't big know. chubble in little china wasn't it <laughs> yeah yeah something like that is that is that a portmanteau for chubby rubble i don't know either way it was it was i mean it was fun chubble. but it was just like i wish i just could add a real real chubby word. rubble of course being barney's little brother that's true yeah but i mean tj and dave have the corner marketed i mean they just don't take a suggestion and they just assume it's all improvised that Trouble. yes, if you never see DJ and Dave, so you can't do it. You can't arguably do the best improvisers, and they simply say, "Trust us, this is all made up," and then they start. And a lot of people don't trust them, but it is a good way to start where you don't have to interact with the audience. It's a very good way to start. Yes, but we are going to go ahead and start. Speaking of starting, we're going to go ahead and start. Uh, each of us will put forward one word that will lead to us word associating and having some conversations. I'll go first. My word today is silver. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Nothing rhymes with it. No, I mean right away. Just thinking of either like jewelry or or you know cutlery. Um, mm-hmm. Right away, and I mean just. I thought of, of jewelry. I, don't know. I thought of Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, because I've been watching. A oh yeah, lot, a lot of Chicago Bulls basketball because they are. They're on killing fire it. Fire at the moment, except mm-hmm. for tonight, they lost by like twenty three points. But everyone has COVID, so it's Adam Silver. Adam Silver looks not unlike Nosferatu. He looks haunted. He does. He does look like Nosferatu. That is a great. He looks like yes, that or like uh, like a skinny. Uh, what's the cousin from Adam's family? It's... Uncle Fester. He looks like like an uncle Uncle Fester that got in shape. Who did you say? Who is the cousin in Adam's family? Uncle Fester. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and not cousin it. Yeah, not cousin yeah. it. I didn't know how to put it together. Who I, was, I got there. Who was the butler? Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. Who is no. the son and Annie Daddy Warbucks? <laughs> I mean, it's still, I got there with a word association. It's shit. okay. It can work. Oh, that was great. Um, but he, he looks like the, if you told me 
to take David Stern, who was the previous NBA commissioner, and yep. draw his exact opposite, it would be Adam Silver. Like David Stern and Adam Silver side by side look like Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Laurel and Hardy. I went, uh, Gemma and I went, my fiance Gemma and I went to um, a Bulls Mavericks game maybe three weeks ago. And you all got my crushed. We got killed, but it was my very first NBA game. Oh, really? And it's it was very enjoyable. I've been to every other major major sport, and the major difference I think was like how much halftime show shit they do mm-hmm. for NBA, or just in between everything, right? I, in between yeah. everything. second, there's yes. a break. It's like constant sim. I've only been to one Bulls game, and that that yeah. was my yeah. It was unlike any other sport. It was like, but they you are. get no break. Every no, just time, want to keep it's you so fun, pumped up. No, it's every great. the yeah, halftime, the end of every quarter, the timeouts. It's yeah. almost as if the the crew, the people running the the stadium and the the Bulls ownership. It's almost like they're sweaty uh, from the fearfulness of like people get bored. So it's like nonstop. <laughs> it's like yeah. nonstop yeah. keeping the ball in the air. It's very well, like, funny. Yeah, the opposite I mean, of baseball, who's like, you could just be bored. Yeah, be- we're not going to do anything. <laughs> I mean, baseball, you, inning, be bored. In, baseball and inning ends, and <laughs> yeah. it's like. Yeah. All right. Well, and now we sit quietly. There's, yeah, there's quietly. literally part of baseball bang, called bang, the bang, stretch. Bang, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <'cause laughs> Get so, out of your seat. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. yeah it's very a, boring. It's an, it's an interesting thing because because I think it's just the platform they have is they can get in and out so quickly compared to the size of a football stadium. It would be so hard to get acts and stuff on a football field in sure. enough time to get that and you don't want to like you know you, you can't really mess with the turf on a football you know it's weird but like basketball right. nothing really unless you're doing like you know you're not doing anything with like water sports or anything like that like but yeah i feel like excuse me no like you're, you're not, not like doing anything where you're like all right let's you have to run down the field with a pitcher and don't spill any of the water like they're not doing any weird stuff like that <laughs> i don't know i went on a weird tangent don't worry about it what um i feel like in your head the nba halftime shows are like whatever your family reunion is I mean, I mean, I get, I mean, I'll tell you this right now. My favorite, yeah. absolute favorite halftime show, 100% is Frisbee Dogs. Okay. At a basketball you get me Frisbee Dogs. Details. They do, they've done them before. They do them at mostly at NFL games, and it's been a long time since they've done it. Now, my wife, uh, Mary, she is a Cincinnati Bengals fan, and for the longest time, their halftime show Google. was Monkeys Riding Dogs. <laughs> Like little real monkeys, monkeys or big monkeys? No, like no little monkeys. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that, but a big like a gorilla <laughs> no, on a dog no. would be yeah, hilarious. I don't so think like a struggle no. for that dog. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah. At first, it just tucked inside my brain. I said, yeah. "Dumb question." And then when you said, "You know, that makes a difference," I was like, "Actually, pretty good question." I mean, it is Cincinnati. A silverback they, gorilla on a pomeranian. It's gonna be hilarious. It is Cincinnati, and they do have some Harambe problems there. Yeah, it'd be like a T Rex on a Zumba. Super tiny, super tiny, like spider monkeys. Okay, and they would okay. be wearing vests and cowboy hats, and the dog would have a saddle on it, and basically <laughs> the monkey would ride the dog around. That's some like 1880 shit. Like it's that's a, what they used to do in the in like Wild Bill's yeah, but they've done show. it like yeah. recently. Like you'd think that's like wild. Peter would have come down on that, but like I, I think in the last ten years is when was when he stopped. But they would do like frisbee, and then like all of a sudden a dog would come out, and there'd just be a monkey riding it, holding the cowboy hat. Like so the wait, monkey would be one handed riding the dog. So the dogs still catch the frisbees, and do the monkeys fall off? No, no, they're like be, tied they're, on. I assume they right or kind oh, yes. of no, not like yeah. They were tight, attached. But I think yes. they're like yeah. I think they make it because they don't want the monkey to get loose. <laughs> no, because no. that guy gets loose, he's gone. Yeah, oh. and your face, everyone. Hey, everybody, watch out for your faces in the crowd. <laughs> um, no, 
they were yeah they would be like tied on but no one dog would go get the frisbee and then if the dog missed the i think it's the dog missed the frisbee the monkey would be in charge with the other dog to go retrieve the frisbee i have to ask this might be a dumb question i do have to ask you said the monkeys are wearing little cowboy outfits yes do they have tiny little guns you know what? I don't know. I didn't really check. <laughs> I, didn't re- I mean, I tell you this: it is online. You could you could go on YouTube and one hundred percent look. It's the first like thing I'm going to do when we're bangles, done here. bangles, bangles. Uh, uh, that, but frisbee dog is incredible. That is uh, that is uh, incredible. My brother, uh, speaking of the NBA experience, my brother had like he went viral. He went viral with a with a Bulls uh, stunt where he uh, was. It was the Bulls versus the Celtics, and my brother was in the audience with his then girlfriend. Uh, and he was wearing a Celtics uh, jersey or a Celtics sweater, and they put the kiss cam up. Mm-hmm. And so they showed, you know, regular people kissing, you know, and then I go to him and her. He's on his phone and she's like tapping him and he's like, no, leave me alone. And then like people start to boo. Then they go right. back to him again and he's still on his phone. People yeah. start to boo. Then they go back to him a third time. Mm-hmm. Still on his phone. Like is like, hey, shut up. I'm on the phone. And then Benny the Bull comes up from behind and takes a soda and throws it in his face mm-hmm. and then picks up his girlfriend and runs up to the, uh, you know, the, uh, the vestibule exit area. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people cut... thought it was real. The thing is, think... and, that, and I think I need to, I think we need to address that. What, how do you think that's real? That's always blown my mind. It like, even that is like pretty over the top. Like even yeah. I've been to games where they do once with like the guys on the cell phone and they'll put him on the camera and everybody like boos him and he's being oblivious on the phone. And he'll go, yeah, boo, boo. Like he doesn't, you know, the joke is he's booing himself and he doesn't realize it. Yeah. And yeah. like people around would be laughing like you guys have to know this isn't real, right? Rob, well, it I turns it's... out, I don't know. I don't know if the last I... few years have taught you anything. It turns out more than 50% of the nation dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think because the first three times it seemed like it could be real. Like Mm. it seemed like, oh, they're on the kiss cam. He's not paying attention type stuff. Mm -hmm. And you want to think you want to think it is. But yes, obviously, you know, it's. Yeah, I've I've seen one where it's like kiss cams, by the way. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Yes. That seems like COVID time. Go the way of the dodo. Uh, Oh, that's true. They might not do it now with COVID times, but distance cam. um, I was I was part of a um, a halftime show uh, for the Chicago Bears versus the Washington Redskins. Uh, uh, And uh, Rob, I did it with your buddy Pete Aiello. What did you do? We dressed up as the Hogettes. Oh, uh, which is which is uh, if you don't know about this, the Washington football team, uh, Washington football team. uh, They. They, uh, their fan base is called the Hoggets, and there's some gentlemen who like dress as women with pig noses. I don't know the origin story of it, but basically, we before they the actually, game, Brad, that's they might be dressing as female pigs with <laughs> with lady hair. That's true. <laughs> well, you don't have to say they're women with pig noses. Yeah, right. right you're I mean, right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, like before the game started, like before all the teams came on the field, like so all the like it was all on us, and like the announcers like. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the Washington uh, football team and then and their world famous fans, the Hoggets. And then me and Pete came running out behind the team, waving and blowing kisses and everything. And then the Bears mascot, Staley, came sprinting out in an absolute sprint and just clotheslines both of us. And we like throw our purses in the air and then everyone claps and boos at us and everything like that. That's like, did you get to meet anybody from the, no, uh, we got field passes, which is fun. So we got to watch the game from the field, but apparently someone did say that like 
on NFL ticket because they start showing the game earlier. It was on TV if you had NFL ticket. That's awesome. But I've never been able to find the uh hmm. find the thing. And that, that also the guy who was the mascot was like, oh, that was so great. Like, we'll have you guys back a ton, do more bits. Never, never called, never, never called us again. Mm. <laughs> but that that's silver for you. That's silver for you. Oh, I also, let's see, brainstorm, uh, second place, vampires. Uh, vampires or werewolves? Silver bells. I think, I think silver kills vampires werewolves. and werewolves. I don't remember werewolves no, and silver, silver being I don't, an I issue. I think it silver kills vampires, a, or at least no. it, it frustrates vampires. Let's go over the list. Well, kill they were a vampire. Like, I want kill a vampire. Gold. Cross. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> no, a vampire is just a stake to the heart, garlic. Yeah, or- Sunlight, holy water, right? Cross holy, holy water, light, light, light. I'm, yeah, sunlight. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure silver hurts a vampire. Well, yeah, if you have a silver stake, but if I had a a gold stake, I don't think it would matter. Maybe it's I've seen a lot of silver crosses. Yeah. Do maybe. you think a vampire could bite David Cross in the neck and live? David Cross. Oh, I get it. We'll move I on. get it. Oh yes, I get it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'm oh, sorry. Also, I what if you, and if you were standing David with his Crosby arms out for too. some reason, David Crosby. My, my mind was Crosby like, still like, why is, yeah, why did we bring him up? <laughs> my brain was not. Um, I'm also, back. Also, silver to me looks like if you got gray wet. Like it's just so yeah, what's it's shiny. The, silver yeah. and gray are basically the same color, but silver's just like a little bit wetter. Shiny. Oh, we're all or shine, our, or shinier. Yeah, we're yeah. all almost in our forties. So when we start going gray, you know, when you get older, you become a silver fox. And that's another thing that vampires that could kill a vampire, I believe, is a fox. Most vampires have silver on <laughs> silver in the the their temples. Classic yes. vampires. Yeah, I'm starting to get that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not a vampire, but I am. I've got. Yeah, silver that's right. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, my gray is coming in right here on the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not because I'm old, just because you know. I can't stand my wife. Weathered. <laughs> was that a Dracula voice? Yeah, that was. A, yeah, that was Dracula. <laughs> like, oh boy, till death do us part. You're killing well, that me. Was my worst. <laughs> You're killing me. That voice was, but... The things that kill a vampire: silver, a cross, holy water, stake through the heart, and marriage. My wife. <laughs> I gotta be married to you forever. You blah blah. <laughs> I would watch a sitcom if there's a sitcom that was like King of Queens or Everybody Loves Raymond, but it was just like a vampire married to like. Oh, married to someone, and he's like just constantly being annoyed. That would be fantastic. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? If it was like the honeymooners, but it was you know over the course of a thousand years because vampires don't die. But baby, yeah. we have to do brunch. How many times do I have to tell you <laughs> I can't go out in the morning? <laughs> but I would like a bloody mary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, see, like it writes itself. <laughs> yeah, we're really missing out. The... The... Yeah, we're really missing out on an opportunity here. <laughs> Honey, I heard you talking on the phone. You said you're coughing. No, I ordered a coffin. You fuck. Oh, this is a terrible. We have to do this. Oh, I, my, it'd be it'd be it'd be, it'd be amazing. Yeah, honey, we have to, uh, to cast this. this we have to write a what's pilot. on this pizza? Well, it's cheese, tomato sauce, garlic, honey. <laughs> <laughs> every every time her parents come over, they're like, "I don't know where Steve went, but now there's a bat on the ceiling." <laughs> I think oh your God. mirror is broken, Steve. <laughs> uh, I could really see myself in this mirror. Um, well, I think we, I think we exhausted silver, or at least we exhausted vampires. That's so true. let's move on, Brett. Sure. What is yes. your word today? My word is automatic. Mm, that makes me think of Greece, the movie. Oh, wow! Okay. I guess like... I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about the country. I was like, why? 
Well, in Grease, the movie, uh, Danny Zuko, played by one John Travolta, is building a car called Grease Lightning. Yes. He builds it in a matter of minutes during a song. It's mm-hmm. um, hydromatic. He not so much builds the car as, as he dances on top of it, and it magically comes to fruition beneath his feet as he mm-hmm. uh, sways his hips. And at some point, he says, um, I think at the beginning, he says, like, this car is hydromatic, something-matic, automatic, whatever Heck that yeah. is. Yeah. And then he calls it a pussy wagon, which- Really? Which, as it's a kid, tough. I didn't understand. What is Grease rated? Uh, P- Honestly, it is rated, it's rated PG. Okay, you back, could say pussy then, and PG, I think. Back then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That's. I PG think even today means, you can get away well, with PG one pussy. Well, PG stands for pussy and greaser, so you can definitely have. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can definitely do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah back then it said for pussy grease. Um, oh, <laughs> greasers. Um, you, either way, no. Back then movie... it was Jaws was PG. That's what I'm saying. There's, yeah, oh, there was no, G and there yeah, was the PG. Ratings, yeah, yeah. Though the ratings what was, were. I can't. I used to know the first PG-13 movie. I feel like it was Indiana Jones. The first Indiana Jones, maybe. I might have been. That's. I don't know that trivia. Rob, what were you gonna ask? Oh yeah, did you ever see the movie The Toy? Oh yeah, with Richard with, uh, Pryor. Robert, that was when you were like that. I never got it when he said that was a pussy wagon. That there was a, the joke when he first was introduced to the kid, and they were like, "This is Master Bates." And Richard Pryor starts laughing, uh, and I remember being a kid going, "I don't understand why that's funny," yeah. but it stayed in my head forever. And then one day when I found out the word, I was like, "Oh, from the toy!" <laughs> like it clicked. But that stayed that's with fantastic. me for so long. I was like, "I don't understand why Richard Pryor laughed at that. That doesn't yeah. make any sense to me." Also, yeah, what is it, it? How do you do it? Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of mo- a lot of movies. As you grow older, you're like, okay, right. And even with like Simpsons and stuff, there's references where like oh, I yeah. remember as a kid watching the episode with Smithers singing the song for Mr. Burns and everything. And I'm like, this is so weird. And then the first time I watched Citizen Kane, I'm like, oh, they're ripping off whole chunks of this movie left and right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, the way I I was thinking uh, about it in in the sense of like, because like I said, I've been watching a lot of basketball kind of back to where and they always say like that guy's automatic. So like mm-hmm. I'm, I, they, oh, like when they're in the zone or where they're in the zone, it's just, they're just automatic. And and um, I've never ever learned to drive a manual uh, no. car. No, I I've always only I had automatics. And the one time I did drive a manual car. I lied to my friend because I had to move and like, mm-hmm. I had to be out of the house and like, I had to return the U-Haul and I still had some stuff. And I was like, I got to borrow your car the car. This is a time where I did not have a car. Um, and I was like, can I borrow your car? And she's like, yeah, it's, but it's manual. And I was like, no problem. I know how to drive that. And <laughs> I loaded the car up and just could not. I had to call Jeff Griggs because Jeff Griggs knew how to drive manual. Cause he used to drive the trolley. And I was like, I know it's late, but you got to come over and drive this car. <laughs> Like could not get it to go. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't just look it, it up brutal. on YouTube. The, um, when I was in college, I went to go visit my dad. He was living in, I want to say Cincinnati, Ohio, Cincinnati or Columbus. I forget. But I well, went to go. Let me vi- ask: Were there any yeah. monkeys riding dogs? <laughs> they were eating chili. I think. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah still okay. Cincinnati, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I went to go visit him for like a Saturday Sunday. Like I, I only had like a day and a half there, and then I had to leave. And he was like. He lured me over there to to because I don't have a, a a wonderful relationship with my dad. We have a fine relationship, but it's nothing spectacular. But he lured me over there with um the promise of buying me a car. Where he's like, "Come visit, I'll buy you a car." And I'm like, "Oh, this is Whoa. cool." Yeah. So I went I, to visit him. Oh yeah. The first day we like hung out and did whatever, and then the next day we went to go look for a car, but like places were closed or like whatever we saw, it just didn't work out. 
And so he was like, I'll tell you what, why don't you just take my car and then I'll get a car this week or something. And, and you just seems keep like a real, seems like a real scam, real bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And it, this was like a few hours before I had to leave. And the whole plan was for me to drive my, that car home. So I didn't have a plane ticket or train ticket or anything. So I was like, oh, I don't know how to drive your car because it's manual. And he's like, I'll teach you. So he took me to a parking lot for like 25 minutes, taught me manual. And then I had to drive from uh, Cincinnati to Bloomington Normal, Illinois. Oh, yeah. that's And that's, that was that's probably like the three, worst day of my life. Hours. I did remember you, crying. Did you do like, it? Did you make it? I did it, but the sounds the car made, oh, the yeah. troubles I yeah, had, the, okay. the right. amount of times it stalled out, and yeah. I hit the time. By the time I hit Indianapolis, which for whatever reason, the like thirty mile radius around Indianapolis is like the worst traffic I've ever encountered in my life. Mm. I was like in tears, being like, this, "I'll never visit my dad again." Like it was <laughs> awful. <laughs> uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad. That's one of those weird things where does that make you stronger? Was that like a good lesson or maybe not a great thing to do? Probably not a great thing to do to a kid, I, I guess, I is where you land on that. But you got yeah. something out of it, I guess. I don't think the adage is true. Like, I don't think it made me stronger because okay. like, I don't know how. Like, I don't remember how to drive stick. Right. Yeah. So it's I not like understand. a skill set on my tool belt now. But you were in a situation where you were forced to, you were inc- incredibly, like, you know, uncomfortable. You didn't know what you were doing and you did it still. Rob, nothing? you got nothing there out of that, Rob. Yeah, I think you just sourced the moment I started doing improv. <laughs> oh, so your dad really <laughs> fucked you up. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yikes! <laughs> no, uh, I think you can still get even if it's a bad. I think you can still get something. I don't understand I don't why, uh, why, why manual? Why was that an? I mean, I think I don't that was the it. original option, and then somebody and then invented I, automatic. Yeah, and I think then the they, and then model why would people like manual figured, because you just have more control, right? Yeah, but why would you? It's so much more distracting to drive. You know, you got to have you're using both feet. You got your hand on the on the on the gear clutch. shifter. It's just yeah, seems, yeah, whatever it's called. Oh, clutch is the foot seems, thing. There's my, yeah, it just yeah, seems insanely too much going on when you should be paying attention to Ca- drive counterpoint. Just the car. Right? Counterpoint with automatic. Every time I, I mean, every car I've had since that moment I've, has been automatic. When I get on the highway and just pop it on cruise control, that to me is tough to like yeah, stay like focused, yeah, stay like awake. So to me, automatic uh, is the dangerous one where it's like so well, many people can just get on the highway, hit cruise control, and then they wake up. You could also not put on cruise control. <laughs> well, that's not an option. <laughs> yes, it is. You just <laughs> no. don't put it on. But I think in olden days when there was like dirt roads and like. Oh, yes. In days little- of yore. When yes, kids were like very pushing a hoop with a stick and a Ford Model mm-hmm. Two drives by, mm-hmm. you want to have yeah. as much control as possible to not hit that kid. Well, and also when you right. when you when there was no cars and there was a horse, that was all manual. You know, you had to you had to hit that <laughs> horse pretty good to get it going. Yeah, you're right. I went horseback riding in Wyoming, and I, they kept wanting me to kick the horse, and I didn't want to do it. Um, that's a pretty I big just, part of horse riding. <laughs> I know, Wait, you but mean it like, just gen- felt- but it sounds. <laughs> Like those people it, were pretty mean. They're it's like, ex- hey, no, kid, no, no. were you a kid or an adult? <laughs> no, it was like last year. It was two years ago. Oh, okay. I just, I, I, the horse was doing okay. I didn't feel like I needed to motivate him more, but like. Did you throw out any like, yeah, just, They're like, yeah, just give, him, a just give him like a good <laughs> kick to the side. And I was like, I don't want to kick this horse. I think he's doing all right. Like, it's okay. And they're like, <laughs> it's no, not it's a punishment. fine. I know it's not a punishment, but it's also no. just like, but I also you gotta was like, why am I. Careful with that. In. I went to this, like, there was a, a fair when I was a little kid, and they like, the pony rides. You could, like, ride in a circle on a track. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And so I'm on this pony and I've seen those movies and I was like, I'm going to kick this horse in its oh. sides. <laughs> okay. And I, I, I don't think I was six or maybe I was six. I remember it vividly because I just kicked the pony in the sides a few oh. times and it fucking took off running like, oh, galloping or whatever you yeah. probably look like a little monkey on there and well it's and like and all you have rod. is that little all you have is that little knob to hold on to like i, mean, I didn't have like a uh oh and then you were uh, holding on to its dick too oh man well, that, horse yeah. probably pissed well, that would be a big knob no i was holding on to that little knob on the saddle trying not <laughs> yeah. to fall off the pony the was horn, like sprinting but wait it was in the wasn't wasn't it attached to the running metal around rod? no 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 there was no attachment no this oh, was just an, no. a, a, no. an open dirt like circle and so it was just sprinting around in the wow. i would say rancher but it was it was, it was at a county fair so whatever that i don't know what the, the the title of the person was they were screaming finally got the, the pony to stop They're like you never kick oh i was like crying my mom was wait, screaming how would you like, know a kid wouldn't know and yeah then well, i mean i just saw that i just, just seen those movies you guys both had traumatic experiences, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, "I better get a Never kick a horse. I'll see you in town square at noon. <laughs> that is yeah, that I is just, wa- just, that would I, be traumatizing. Have you been uh, on a horse since? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I got it. That was like cool. Lesson learned. Not going to do that again. <laughs> you know, horses when they walk are great. You know, I've been on horses where they kind of gallop, and that's okay too. Yeah. But that was yeah. I, that was an. Un- I, I want to. Sh- yeah, I want a shirt that says "Horses when they walk are great." That's that's a, that's I, a good I, little slogan. I, as I've gotten older, I think I've and I've just watched now so much nature documentaries and stuff like that. I just love them. I have. I, we went to the zoo like uh, two weeks ago over Thanksgiving break, and oh, man, I was depressed here I, I or just, in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, okay. And uh, like we went, and they have like you know the gorilla park or whatever, and like. Those were you. You could have just told me that those were straight up people. Like all their mannerisms, everything they were doing was like these are just humans hanging out. And then I was just like, ah. Oh. And then that just that spurns from the horse and stuff like that, and animals sure. and captivities and yeah. aquarium. Not aquarium. I mean aquariums. Small fish, I don't mind. Dolphins and whales, they shouldn't be. <laughs> they shouldn't be, you know, locked up at all. But like, yeah, I, I just, I, I have a real, a real, uh, a real, I guess, kind of issue now with. Not that I would ever become, you know, vegan. I'm not a monster. I love eating these, but I just want them to be free. You know, I don't want them. I don't want them to be in prison. Well, I'm not having gorilla for dinner, but also <laughs> I think, you know, I think that might change for you because I kind of had a similar thing about it. It was like, this is not cool. Right. But then mm-hmm. with kids, like soon you're going to be like, here's an I activity we that. can do. And they, and they I, love looking at animals. I know. And I know. We, we go to the, the zoo all the time. And I know a lot of yeah. zoos are doing two things they're rehabilitating animals that maybe can't be in the wild anymore because they they got a DUI three strikes something. yeah three strikes <laughs> <Got a DUI>. <laughs> <laughs> we rolled uh, on uno yeah. ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, oh god damn it uh first my cousin got that got away with dog homicide um yeah i i understand that and i know that they do they are bringing some species back but I, yeah i mean yeah, the, I think the biggest one, the biggest one is dolphins and whales. I can't, I can't, that I can't, mm. I can't stomach that at all. I, and I, I mean, yeah, I just can't, that I'm not, I'm not, that doesn't, I'm not enjoyable with that at all. I'd rather just let them take should their chances we, in the wild. Should we get a crew together, a la Ocean's Eleven, and bust out these Lincoln Park Zoo animals? Oh, no, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, sure. But here's the thing: hey, we the got minute... zoo lights going on right now, so I'm going. Yeah, on we Saturday. can't bust them out. We can't bust them out and let them. I mean, they'll die in Chicago. 
here's the thing. Not only would they die, the minute they got out, they'd probably kill us. Yeah. Oh, so, yes. So well, as much as I want them to be free, yeah. I don't want to be the one I am, but also I'm not the one freeing them. I'm not running a, I'm not running a, you know, a jailbreak here. Yeah. You know, I just well, want yeah. them to be well, free. There's nothing you can do because you, they're, they're not going to be used to the wild. So they wouldn't. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough situation. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, it would be pretty tough yeah. to break. You'd have to break an animal out of the zoo and be like, all right, follow me to O'Hare. I got you a plane ticket back to, back to, you know, the, the Sahara plains. And the gorilla's and like, I'm pre-check. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm from Algonquin. I grew up here, idiot. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't speak I don't speak African. All right. I'm from here. How dare you? To go back to your original statement about the horse, I think Brett, I have to say, I think that's a lot of hubris that you think you are hurting a horse when you kick it. Horses are like I understand we're, that. They are tanks. They are I, like I know, but 4,000 pounds. Deserve... They're all muscle. Like they are t- absolute tanks. A hundred percent. I just don't, I don't enjoy, you know, I, I was already wearied riding the beast uh, because I just, I'm worried that I'll fall off and, you know, a Christopher Reeve or something like that. But like, I don't. It's not really a verb. <laughs> it is. I mean, it was when it happened. Um, I just don't like. Yeah, I I just didn't couldn't I couldn't kick the horse. Mm-hmm. Sounds like couldn't a drug do it. problem. Couldn't kick the horse. <laughs> couldn't kick. The well, horse. speaking of kicking the horse, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more the word association. Nay. Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at Carmax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, and we're all three saddled up and ready to ride on to our final word. Mr. Rob White, what is your word today? All right. My word is flimsy. Ooh. Ooh, Okay. This is a good one. Mm -hmm. I already know right away what I know is flimsy, and I hate it so much. You ready for it? You're talking about the the theory about building seven? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I am talking about paper straws. I hate them so much. I know. Oh yeah, they're the worst. I, wow. There's a there's you, a there's you a want pizza dolphins place. to be free, but you won't use paper straws. <laughs> Listen, wow. I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm not even gonna get into it. <laughs> You're fact at war that. with yourself, no. my dude. <laughs> no. no, I'm not. Okay, I am not. Listen, fucking. All we need is two major companies to not fucking dump whatever their their whatever gas is, and we're all going to be fine. But they pass the buck down to us that like you're going to ruin the environment if you you use a straw. It's like no, dude, just clean up your act and we'll be fine. 
there is a there's a pizza place by our house that I love. They have super delicious frozen drinks. They have like a frozen uh, uh, like margarita and they have like this frozen hibiscus thing. But they've switched over to p- p- paper straws Ugh. and it's a yeah, frozen no. drink. Yeah. Well, and gross. like you literally get one sip out of the straw and, it's and the whole thing collapses. And just like, <laughs> ah, you got to be it's. It's amazing how me. superior plastic straws are to every other version of straw. Metal straws, unpleasant, Suck. don't like them. Paper yeah. straws, awful. I got uh, a drink for free. I got a drink for free at a bar because they gave me a metal straw with the frozen drink. Mm-hmm. And I sipped on it. And the straw, similar to uh, Christmas Story, stuck to my lips. Oh. <laughs> and I had to pull it off and my lips were bleeding. How is that similar to Christmas? Oh, like the, the kid frozen licks pole. The pole. Yes, 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 the yes. Pole. So they gave me a frozen drink with a with a metal straw, and obviously, I see, like I see. the whole straw got that so cold, and when I it, like I got stuck, and I was like, I don't know what to do, and I pulled it off, and like it just pulled the skin off my lips. And I was Shouldn't like, you have run warm? And they were like, over it? "Here's alcohol to pour on that wound." <laughs> it worked out. Yeah, the best. I mean, it's pretty pretty darn good. Yeah. Also, bar's not open anymore, so you know. Oh, uh, shirt. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Flimsy makes me think of the other day, I can't remember what we were doing, but Gemma and I were walking, doing something, and we heard the term or saw something about rope, and Gemma mentioned pushing rope, which I've never heard this expression before. Pushing rope? Yeah. And I was like, what's pushing rope? And she was dying laughing, and I'm like, I've never heard the term pushing rope. It's oh, apparently that when- <laughs> That's a me. I mean, that would be my guess. Pushing rope. <laughs> pushing really rope. really seems like pooping to me. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Right. Uh, what it what what it is, and I guess this was a term she heard at college. Like she hung out at Princeton College, so I guess this is what the no. oh, I see. upper strike crust. Strike one I against see. this term. Strike before one. I, yes. Before I know the uh, meaning, strike one. Yeah, this sounds something like yeah. But it was a term used for if you're flaccid and you're trying, if you're oh. if you have a penis and you're flaccid and you're trying to still make activity happen. It's called pushing rope. I always heard it. The, the phrase. It's sorry, not really a... sorry, baby. Um, my penis is flaccid. I'm still trying to make it work. And this is your fault. Not all those martinis I had. <laughs> and please, can your mother leave tomorrow? <laughs> I keep pushing rope because I know she's listening. Maybe if what you pulled other... on. Yeah, wouldn't it be called pulling rope? Uh, that's what you do by yourself. Yeah, that's pulling rope. Well, I mean, <laughs> what do you? What was the other term you were going to say? I don't for that. Oh, the 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 only term I've heard, and I've heard it. I don't know if I heard it in a movie. I can't remember where I sourced it from, but I always heard it putting an oyster in a coin slot. Yeah, I've heard that too, but yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. where I've, I've heard that from. I mean, I've never would use that term. Or, but that's pull, a very- that that, Pulling rope? What was it again? Oh, pushing, pushing rope. Pushing rope. Because you're yeah. trying to insert, you're trying to, to push it in, I guess, hmm. is the- I guess. The, I mean, yeah. it's, yeah, uh, those Princeton boys, they really come up with some- <laughs> They need to eat their some, vegetables up there yeah. if they had to coin a term <laughs> for that problem. <laughs> Get your head out of the books. <laughs> Yeah, I thought of Prince of Tigers, and then I immediately thought of Tony the Tiger pushing rope. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just—I thought it was just. Don't you slam rope in the door huh? to pull your teeth? Yeah, no, you, <laughs> your penis is not working. You know, you slam it in the door when they just call it slamming rope. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> sorry, that was more of a Yale thing. I went to Yale. That was more of a Yale oh, thing. Oh, those sorry. Yale guys. I got my yeah, Ivy League schools uh, mixed up. Flimsy. I guess if you went to Brown, you'd call it cleaning rope. Or if you were at Brown, you wouldn't call it pushing rope. You'd call it making Brown. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, I'm just kidding. More <laughs> yeah, we went off. Yeah, we... <laughs> Sorry. Let's see. Whatever. What other Ivy League? What other uh, Ivy League schools we got? Hmm. Uh, well, Flimsy also makes me think of, I feel like everything I've bought from H&M has, like, disintegrated. Have you guys ever bought anything from H&M? Yeah. Oh, mm. Also, I'll buy, like, I'm typically a large. 
I'll buy a large and I can't even button the no. front button. No, oh, the like European a, side. Yeah, yeah. It's like side. European. It's made for like mm-hmm. Scandinavian mm-hmm. T- tiny men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never bought anything. Well, no, I don't think I've ever bought anything from there. Yeah, Uniqlo is slightly like that. Like some stuff, like I really like Uniqlo and that stuff lasts, but it is very similar. Like some stuff fits regularly and then some stuff is like, oh, like I'm not a, you know, hundred pound, you know, person, whatever. How do you spell that? Uniqlo. U-N-I-Q-L-O, No, it's got, there's no in there. Yeah. But it's not in Japan. It's not in Japan. And so like very much similar with the European I think they used to have a store in downtown. I don't know. They still do. Oh yeah. They still do. I'll be honest. It's, it's awesome it's like uh it's a better h&m hmm. like you can get sweatshirts for like ten dollars it's very inexpensive good quality stuff uh, roger federer is uh that's that's he he left nike to go to uniqlo so they, uh, rob they have a lot of good workout stuff yeah no yeah, yeah. i'm sure he went there just for their clothes and not for whatever they paid him shut right? up you know what <laughs> why eat steak they, when you have a, hamburger there's a rep, yeah there's a reputable sponsor rep, no reputable. yeah yeah no I, I have no doubt i i've been inside the store i don't think i bought anything any anytime prices are that low i'm just skeptical you know we're like these jeans are 20 these 20 i can't do it because i don't trust yeah. the product you know but i'd rather buy a 20 dollars jean and let it disintegrate in like two weeks than the same thing happen with like uh you know a 170 dollar pair of jeans what's the most expensive pair of jeans you've ever bought maybe a hundred bucks yeah, I'd say probably a hundred bucks or something. Yeah, and same. For some reason, I can't go I mentally over a hundred dollars. I can't go that, mentally like... over. I can't go mentally over like a hundred dollars on almost any clothing besides like a nice winter jacket and like maybe a suit. Yeah, yeah same. I've definitely shoes. I have... could buy shoes. I could go higher than a hundred. Shoes. Like... I like to stay a hundred. Yeah, hundred twenty. Like maybe. But... Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Now and we're getting into some forty-year-old conversation. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow, this I mean, has been my whole life has been those prices. But yeah, I watched so I much. Like shark, the, maybe I watched the most so much Shark Tank cool. that it's like those shoes, those Nike shoes we're buying for like hundred and twenty dollars. Like they make those shoes for like a dollar. Oh, the markup stuff. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the most I spent on clothing is Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I remember spending a lot of money there. Well, not even a lot of money because Ross Kimball. I think yeah, we got a discount or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I remember being like, oh, if I paid full price for this, this would be insane. Yeah. I do have a jacket from them that I think I've kept for like eight or nine years now. Yeah, I, like do, I have a sweater. I've it up from... a couple of times. I do actually need a new winter, but it's still like, go- I mean, it's definitely not flimsy. Uh, you know, they yeah. do, you know, they do last. Well, it's a good jacket. I, I'd say the stuff I've bought and that's been more expensive clothing wise is something I, I do have for a long time because it doesn't, it doesn't get manipulated in the wash, which is good because sometimes obviously you'll, the unique lower H&M, you'll wash it once and dry it. And then like, it's like, oh, this, this is now a doll's, this is now a doll's shirt. <laughs> Did you know that was also paddle. a saying at Princeton, you get manipulated in the wash? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, same thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I do love my, I do love my Patagonia sweater. That is true. Maybe I got to spend more money on, on jeans. Maybe I get my, get me some seven for all mankind jeans or something like that. Have, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Sounds either. like you just made up a brand. <laughs> Not like I did, but I believe it is. A, it's I expensive. gave myself a pair of all seven, and we'll watch them fall. Um, have you guys ever done what is the thing I've heard about when you buy? I think it's raw denim, and instead yeah. of putting them in the mm-hmm. wash, you put them in the freezer. Have you done that? I, got I think you can do that with any jeans. Sell, well, there's this. Well, Brett, you can like, put anything in yeah. the fucking freezer, but I'm saying this is <laughs> right. No, there is. It's like raw denim. It's like selvage raw denim or something, and you okay. just don't wash it. It's like stiff as a board. It's so uh, it, it doesn't move at all, and you just wow. have to like keep wearing it and keep breaking them in and breaking them in and breaking them in, and you don't wash them because you don't want to lose that 
salmonella yeah uh the rawness of it or whatever so i guess the freezers the freezer kills the germs and you just keep wearing it and i read about it like after you do that for like a year you can wash them if you want and they'll kind of be perfectly fitted to to you i got one pair and they were like expensive but i got them because they were there was like a clearance or a sale and i was like let me just try these and it i was like this is not comfortable i don't know why people walk around in this i don't have the freezer space for jeans I mean, I honestly don't. I got. I, I got just went to get a Costco. You what am I get supposed a basement to do? Freezer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I really don't. I got. I got. I got waffles speaking in of, there. <laughs> speaking of kicking horses and speaking of uh, silver in the terms of high ho silver, uh, Rob. I know mm. you and I, Brett. I don't know if I haven't talked to you about this, but I know Rob and I are obsessed with a show called Yellowstone on TV. I, Rob, when I watch Yellowstone, mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. a lot of it is like aesthetic porn. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, a lot of the guys, I just sit there on the couch and I'm like, I want every fucking clothing item that I see in the show. Mm-hmm. I want Kevin Costner's shirt. I want this guy's jeans. I want these boots. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about like the Wild West. It's I guess it's not even Wild oh, West. It's when just you like, said aesthetic, I thought you meant were just like the the scenery because that's what gets. I like more. Uh, sorry, the, the, mat, the, the clothing, the clothing right, yeah. aesthetic. Okay, okay, but but I do enjoy. Right. I mean, it yeah, is. Oh, no. I'm just sitting there I watching Yellowstone pulling rope. You know, it's really, <laughs> I really love the background and I want uh-huh. those outfits. But uh, I don't yes, know what no. it is with me. Yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I've been obsessed with westerns, and I fully romanticize the West. But more specifically, the mm-hmm. the clothing aesthetic that mm. that cowboys have with like the double breasted pockets, the jeans, the boots, like, like the, for, for whatever reason, that's a pinnacle of like corduroy corduroy jacket is pretty yeah. nice. Like, and see, when I watch that, I'm picturing you know the bunk where all the ranchers uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah sleep. All I could think about is what that must smell like. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah, shit but, and soup. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's no a great. I mean, it's a, it's a great show, and I just think look, living that life has got to be so interesting. When I oh, I don't to... want the life at all. I, I mean, I oh, sleep okay. every day till two p.m., so I cannot have that. <laughs> well, life. I would want that life, but I would want to live in like the main house. I couldn't do the. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you don't want to live in the no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I, I mean, we used to go to when we used to go to Vegas every year. We'd always just it would always coincide with the PBR, the professional bull riding tour, mm-hmm. um, which was great because then they would open up like in Mandalay Bay. They'd have like a Western world. And so it would just be like a huge market. Oh, like robots selling, you can fuck and stuff? Sell- <laughs> yes. Ed Harris was there signing autographs. Um, <laughs> uh, I was in Pollock. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that movie until just now. I was I in lo- Step Mob and Milk Money. I was going to say Milk Money. I was in Milk Money. I love that to Ed Harris, that's his crowning achievement. I was in Pollock. And it's like, you were in 50 movies way better than that. Yeah. Uh, but they would do like a huge Western shop. And so they would have all the gear and stuff like that. And that was always, fun. but, but there you go again, Western stuff, authentic Western stuff. Yeah. Way over a hundred dollars. Oh, is. sure. But Bolo it, ties. Yeah. Cause you only get, like, you only need like five shirts and you just wear them, you know, all and the they time. last forever. And also I, the thing about that is if you moved somewhere like that, Adel, you could totally yeah. wear it. Totally fit in. Oh yeah. You can't bring Chicago, that look back here. Kicked. You absolutely oh, yeah, can't. Yeah. You yeah, can't, bring you that can't look do back. it. It's oh, very yeah. like region. Yeah, I mean, all, all I wear anyway is plaid, and I get merciless. Like every day, I get mocked for wearing plaid. Um, just, I mean, I I should. That's fair. Yeah, sure. You're not wearing plaid now, so can I let you guys in on a little secret? Yeah. Mm. A few hours ago, I spent five hundred fifty bucks buying cowboy. <laughs> buying what? <laughs> there, like cowboy style clothes. There's a not fully. It's not like authentic, but there's a brand or like a, a site called Howler Brothers. Okay. Oh, H O W L E R. Yes, I think I've seen that before. Okay. And all their stuff just looks so fucking cool. And it's a lot of like pearl snap, double breasted shirts with like on the. I really like the style of like on the shoulders. There's like little 
um, like thread frizzy graphics. things, little frizzy things. Oh, no, I no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we were new, I mean, you bought that, you bought that, uh, you bought that uh, cowboy shirt with the two revolvers on the shoulder. When oh, we yeah, were in New Orleans yeah. together. We, the three of us, went to mm-hmm. New Orleans. We went to. They have a night market off French Street, I think. Frenchman. And at the night yeah. market, there's someone who takes uh, existing plaid shirts from like thrift stores, and then they sew on two patches on either. Uh, what would you call like? It's not really the shoulder. It's not I a guess, lapel. Like, I think a lapel is the it's, neck. It's, yeah. it's, it's like the front shoulders. It's the front yeah, yeah. shoulder. It wouldn't be the back shoulder. It'd be the front. The folders. Yeah, the folders. But they I mean, sewed on we there. We went and to that looked, night market cool early because I was still sober by the time we hit that night market. And then I was we, not yeah. later. <laughs> we should say, as the night progressed, we eventually went to a po'boy a po shop. A po'boy boy shop. <laughs> we went to a po'boy shop and Brett was out of his mind drunk. And so I go, hey, buddy. I'm gonna get you some water. Do you want something to eat? And I think you wanted like the chicken breast po'boy chicken or something. Tenders? It was no, chicken tender like po'boy. That. that was when I was I on. Think. I was on paleo then, so I just wanted chicken breast and sweet potato fries. That's it. So, it wasn't so you're like, get yeah, me the chicken right. just, tender. Like, chicken give me the chicken, whatever, and then yeah, the sweet potato breaded, fries. Yep. So I ordered you all this food and like two things of water. It, and I think your food was like. It was pretty expensive. It was like thirty-two bucks for that. And I give nobody it to you. at that time at like two in the morning is ordering <laughs> yeah. just grilled chicken breast and sweet potatoes. Yeah, turns out. And so I think you took one bite and then you just threw it into the trash and then you took the bag and like barfed it. Like yeah. it, was, yep. mm-hmm. it was that bad. was a wild night. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, we that's the first time ever we went. You told me we went places, and that's the first time ever I've been so drunk that I had no, I had zero recollection that like you were, you were like a limp doll. Yeah. Speaking of flimsy, you were a flimsy <laughs> yeah. limp doll. Talk about pulling I, I had to carry you back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go pushing back. Rope. Pushing, pushing rope. Oh, pull it, pushing rope. Pull pushing rope. Whatever. What was your, here, here's what we'll end on since we touched on, uh, I think something we all love, which is new Orleans. Mm. What is, we'll just go around and let's say what your favorite thing is about new Orleans. Or even if it's just like what we, I can't remember everything we did on that trip. Here, here's what I'll say. <laughs> I feel like you here's really want to say something. Yeah. Instead of New Orleans, I'll say I'll say my favorite thing that happened. My favorite place in New Orleans is maybe I like Bayona. The restaurant Bayona is pretty great. And, oh, Preservation Hall. Yeah, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But but I think my favorite part of that trip is I think Brett, you had left on an earlier flight when we got out of there. Well, and then, no, we all got. Tra- it was Super Bowl Sunday, and we all got we all got. Delayed. Snowed in or oh, something. You were going I to was Florida. Going, I was going to. I was. You were going somewhere to, else. Yeah, so I was. was. No, out. no, no. But I was supposed to fly to Chicago. We were coming home Sunday, Super Bowl yeah. Sunday. I was supposed yep. to fly home to Chicago Sunday, and then I was leaving for Florida on Monday. And so, oh, like, that's I right. couldn't do it, so I switched my flight and I flew directly to directly. I mm-hmm. the only thing I could do to get out was I had to fly from New Orleans to Dallas. And okay. then I flew Dallas to Florida because that was like the only way I could get yeah, out. Got to go back to go forward. Yeah. Because um, I, I remember watching the Super Bowl in like a Doubletree hotel. Yeah, we uh, missed it. You, we guys, yeah, you guys we drove. It. My yeah. favorite part of the trip was at the end. I, for, yeah. So now I know why you weren't there with us, Brett. Yeah. But then Rob, uh, Rob's wife, Megan, and I rented a car. And drove all the way in terrible snow conditions. Awful. I mean, it drove was all the way to Chicago. Yeah, at first, at first it was fine because it was like New Orleans and Mississippi. Yeah. But yeah, true, once true, we true, hit, true. Yeah, it, it got brutal. Rough. But the 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 wild thing is the entire drive, Rob drove. I think it was like sixteen hours straight or well, something. Well, no, I did a lot. I did like a lot of it. I did the beginning part. Because I was just Megan so mad. She did too. Yeah. Okay. I, was so mad. So I must have fallen asleep. And like our flight got canceled. I was so mad. It was like, we we're like, let's just rent a car. Because it was going to take yeah. like two days to get back. So I was yeah, mad yeah. and I, I wanted to drive. And I remember it was some at some point in Mississippi, we we're on a road. We we're like, 
pitch black road, high beams on. And you yeah. know, I'm just driving at some point. It's just like, and that woke you up and you're like, Rob, do you want to, do you want to switch? Do you want to, I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm falling asleep oh, on the wheel now. Yeah, he, yeah. He was and slowly I, teetering yeah, into the corn yeah. and I'm like, Hey buddy. Oh, hey, buddy. No. And then I, that was also, yeah. that was also the, t- the first time I was introduced to coast to coast Same. The radio show. I didn't know. I thought and that so was Rob a dream. I, <laughs> we were turning through the radio station and it was like, yeah, it was like 3 AM. We're in the, yeah. we're in the, in the Mississippi or somewhere. Black, yeah. Where it's like, you, you can barely even see the road. Yeah. Like it's, you, you feel like you're dead. And Coast to Coast comes on. And it, have you heard of this, Brett? Coast to Coast? Not Casey Kasem. No, 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 no. no, no. But it's, it's like something a, that it's a show where people call comes in. on at like two, three in the morning. Or it oh, did. Yeah. The original host is, is has passed away. I think somebody else is hosting it now. Okay. But it's like people, I think the episode Rob and I listened to is like a woman called in. It's like the host talking about the supernatural and the occult and stuff. And a woman called I in and she's like. on that. It's aliens. It's yeah, every. Conspir- it's every conspiracy every, theory. Everything. Oh, and and it's not a host that's like week. debunking. It's a host that like is encouraging. Got it. So this woman was like, uh, I keep seeing like my dead husband keeps visiting me at night and it's like really annoying. It's I like think I'm it was about stuff curses, done. wasn't it? Or curses. Yes, yes, yes. Curses. Like, and, and the host yeah. was like, oh yeah, that does. Like he was agreeing with yeah, the people who were like, I'm cursed. I thought he'd laugh or be like, curses don't exist, but he was throwing wood on the fire. Oh. And no. Rob and I are like cackling, being like, this is the funniest fucking it, shit. Yeah. And I, I think we listened to that for quite a while. We looked at it, Yeah. Until it ended. Until it ended. We listened to it. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. So Brett and Rob, what are your favorite uh, things in New Orleans or, or from that trip? For me, I just, I well, I just like when you first get there, you mm. just put your stuff down and you just walk and you get a, not like one of the, like the hurricane or just like any kind of drink. Although now I don't yeah. blame. I would probably just get a glass of white wine and walk around with it. I don't know if that's very cool. Uh, <laughs> but that's, from it's your not. Per, that's your personal wine collection. That's even yeah. worse. You bring your own wine. <laughs> but I just, there's just something about that. Just why it just, you know, you just, you just start and just know I'm going to have some great food. It's going to be great music. Just, you just know you're going to have fun like that, that moment. I really like, yeah. and I still, I very much remember the first time I was there and we stopped Adel, you were there and with our friend Arnie and he, we went to that bar two two jocks. I think it was called two jacks, two jacks, two jocks. That was a, that was a sports, <laughs> a sports bar. bar. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, remember that bartender was like, not friendly at all. I, oh, I forget. Sucked, yeah. <laughs> I forget what Arnie was like. Oh yeah. I'll just have uh, yeah. You know, whatever, uh, just something interesting guys. Like, what do you want to drink? Like not doing yeah. it. Like, let me make you something. He's like, just tell me what you want to drink. I'm not yeah, even doing I think it. Arnie was like, just was, shot this is him our friend, down. Uh, yeah. our friend Arnie Niekamp. And I think, and Arnie's like six foot yeah. six and like just a big dude, but like very friendly, very harmless, like very unassuming. And he's like, what would you get? And the guy's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, <laughs> just make me something fun or make me something interesting. And the guy's like, tell me yeah, what you wouldn't want. do it. Wouldn't play ball. Would it was like pissed ball. off. Yeah. Oh, that was, fa- I um, forgot all about that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, similar to what Rob said, like it is like, it is great of like, it is such a fun walking city. Like at no point do you be like, oh, oh yeah. we have to, we have to get in a cab and go to the other side of town. Like, it's like, no, everything is kind of centralized. Um, but I mean, I love frozen drinks and, I mean, I can just get them by the yard there. And so like I can go nuts and, you know, I probably can't handle it like I used to be able to. And obviously from the previous story, you were were a pro back then hanging over. We went to Pat O'Brien. We went to Pat O'Brien's and like, I think I had two Pat O'Brien's. Yeah. Your puke was neon red. Yeah, Yeah, I know. And that was, that was pre. It looked like you had had frozen consumption. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like but, Nicole Kidman and Moulin Rouge, but with with it's ice cold. I do love a Pim's cup, and they do it very, very well. Uh, oh yeah, the in, Napoleon in New House. Orleans, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I do. I'm a sucker. I do love. I do love. Uh, I do love Cafe Dumont. I, lo- I do love getting the beignets and 
and yeah, just sitting outside in that park and just, there's just, you know, there's always just fun stuff going on, live music, artists and everything like that. It is just oh, yeah. such a cool, like it, it feels like I'm at Disneyland and I walked into like the, you know, the, you're in the adult old section, you're in the old, yeah, adult Southern part of town. And it's just like, you know, like, but this is, how, this is their life. This is all their lives. And they're just having fun. What if fun. Disneyland had an adult section? You're like, just go behind the beads. Like, this is, didn't they? That's like yeah, a video store. Yeah, it's but, like, but no, didn't, Mickey, Mickey's in there, but he's going to, he's going to look a little different. Just go, yeah, but go didn't, in. Didn't yeah. give you a massage. Didn't or... Disney World have Pleasure Island or something like that? Well, yeah, I don't think they, that was, oh. I'm talking about, but Pleasure Island wasn't. It was just a you bar get, for you adults, don't get a blowjob right? from yeah, Goofy at Pleasure like, Island. Yeah, it wasn't. Caligula, <laughs> you don't get a blowjob right? from Goofy. I don't think. Gorsh. Don't tell me you're a big boy. <laughs> what if Goofy gave the best blowjob? And you're like, you're like, was he silly about it? Like, no, he was fantastic. He was. There was no comedy. He was like, he was like tender, really attentive. good at it. Yeah. I, mean, I knew he was half man, half dog, but in that moment, he was all oh, man. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Donald was a great Duck. goofy. I could, yeah, I couldn't do Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah, what were you doing? I was trying to do Donald He's trying Duck. To do Donald, Duck. Or yeah, Daffy, no, Donald, Donald. Donald. Yeah, yeah Daffy yeah, was yeah. the other one. He's um, like a choking man. Well, uh, I'm excited well, really... to go back. Rob and Brett are my two uh, best men for my wedding, so mm-hmm. hopefully we get to make it over to New Orleans for my bachelor party. And that's oh, yeah. uh, that's how we'll end, is, is looking forward to our next trip to New Orleans. Cheers to New Orleans. To uh, now, Brett, you have me saying New, New Orleans. Orleans when I what? usually say New, New Orleans. Orleans. Oh, yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, but now, now you messed up my my yeah. my sayings. Either way, it's forty five degrees in New Orleans. <laughs> the time is eleven fifty eight, and in two minutes we're gonna have on coast to coast. We're talking about nine twelve, the day after nine eleven, <laughs> oh, the day no. the real shit went down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Well, if you want to send us a word that you'd like to hear on the podcast here, uh, inspire us into some conversations and bits, you can contact us at TWAPod at gmail.com. That's TWA, standing for the Word Association, and pod, short for podcast, P-O-D, at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you if you have a word or if you just want to say hi or if you just want to yell at Brett or something. So send us an email. We hope to hear from you, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. The Word Association is Brett Lyons, Adel Rafai, and Rob White. The Word Association theme song was written and performed by Arnie Parrott. Editing was done by me, Julia W.D. Harrison. If you'd like to send a word or two along, please email the show at twapod at gmail.com.